Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the New Hampshire Business Show. My name is Chris Pastrana, and today we have Chuck Terrian from Petrus Insurance and Consulting. Welcome back to the show, Chuck. Thank you, Chris. I will say you are. This is the third time you've been back, so this will be you are my most visited guest. <laughs> well, thank you. Okay, awesome. So let's talk insurance. So insurance, Medicare, Medicaid, all these things. This is kind of your area of expertise. Yes. Um, actually, no. Before I even do that, let's do a little bit about you. Okay. You've been on the show a couple of times, but some of our guests might not have seen you yet. Alrighty. Uh, my name is Chuck Terrian. I am the owner and primary agent for Petra Insurance and Consulting Services. And what we do is we offer a variety of products for individuals as well as businesses. Um, I've been doing this 10 years. Prior to that, I worked in social, social services for 25 years. So I've had both sides, both sides of the insurance world as a receiver and as a giver. Um, I love what I do. I love being able to talk to folks. I love being able to help them. One of the things that I do is I'm not a salesman, I'm a consultant. I will sit down and I will talk to people and I will tell, you know, look, find out what their needs are. I'm not going to sell them a product that's not going to meet their needs. What's the point? Because they're not going to be happy and if they're not happy, I'm not happy. So. Cool, awesome. So, kind of like we started on the <coughs> earlier, let's talk about insurance. Because like I said, this is an area that everyone talks about, everyone has questions and it's it can be confusing. So we'll start from the very basics. Alrighty. Um, let's talk about Medicare. Okay. People have no idea. You know, they have no idea. Insurance is a pretty confusing world anyway for somebody who isn't, isn't an expert, quote unquote expert in the field. Medicare is something that started back in the 1960s. Uh, President Johnson signed the bill, I believe it was in 1963 or 64, excuse me, 64, which started Medicare. And what that was is that provides insurance to people who are retired. At least initially that's what it started out as. And through the next 25, 30 years, um, the program didn't change much. And then in the early 2000s, they introduced the Medicare prescription plan, which added and expounded upon what already existed and allowed people to not have to pay completely out of pocket for the prescription plans. So that's the basics. That is basically what it's about. It's three parts. It's part A, part B, and part D. Um, part A is covers you if you're in the hospital, uh, covers for major medical expenses along those lines. Part B pays for doctor's visits and physical therapy and some other things that are not normally connected with hospitals or not normally connected with major medical issues. Okay. Um, the way Medicare works, if you have disability, after two years of being on disability, you then qualify for Medicare. But the majority of people who qualify for Medicare reach age 65. And what happens when you reach age 65, you then have the option of purchasing all three, all the parts of Medicare that you need. There's Part A, Part B, Part C, Part D, and/or supplements. Um, but there's a there's a time frame that you are allowed to sign up for Medicare. You have an eight month, seven month window. Excuse me, a seven month window to sign up. You have three months before your birthday, the month of your birthday, and then three months after your birthday. And in that time, you decide 
which part B, or if you want part B, if you want part D, if you want a supplement, or if you want a Medicare Advantage plan. The uh, basic Medicare, part A and B. Let's talk a little bit about part A and B. Part A, as I said, does cover um, your hospitalizations and things. And I did, I did bring a little bit of information, if you don't mind. Rather than trying to memorize all this, Oh, I do you need, memorize it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I memorize all this stuff. Um, the way Part A works is if you are over 65 and you are currently receiving Medicare, or excuse me, Social Security, Part A doesn't cost you anything. But with Social Security being the way you, it is now, nobody gets, very few people get Social Security at age 65, at least full Social Security. So what happens is you then have to pay for Part A, uh, which is $413 a month. Um, if, you get, if you paid your Medicare taxes for less than 30 quarters. That gets a little complicated, but you have to work 30 three-month periods in your lifetime to qualify for Medicare. Uh, if, you, if you worked between 30 and 39 quarters, the standard Part A premium is $227. So depending on how much you've worked in your life will determine how much it costs you. A couple things you need to know about Medicare Part A is your hospitalization. I mean, that's always the biggest concern. There's a $1,316 deductible this year. Every year that deductible will go up. So January 1st of 2018, it will go up. We don't know what it's going to go up to, but it will be going up. Uh, days 1 through 60, there's no coinsurance, you're covered 100%. Day 61 to 90, it then goes to $320 per, $329 per day. Uh, day 91 and beyond is $658 a day until you meet your lifetime reserve hospital days, which is up to 90 days. So, or excuse me up to 60 days over your lifetime. So once you meet, meet that 60, once you hit the 60 days over your lifetime, you don't, nothing pays. Medicare doesn't pay, nobody pays. Uh, part B is the second part, and that covers your doctor's visits, that covers physical therapy, things along those lines. And currently, again, this year, the premium is $134 a month, unless you have a penalty, which I'll explain in a minute. <laughs> okay. Um, most people who get Social Security benefits will pay less than this amount. If you're paying cash, it's 134. If you get Social Security, it's a little bit less. Uh, there is a deductible. It's $163 a year, and then you pay 20. You pay 20% of everything above that $163. However, there is a way to get around that. Excuse me. <clears throat> There are a couple options you can do. You can get what they call a uh, Medicare Advantage plan, which you pay, instead of paying the deductibles and co-pays, you still pay a co-pay at the doctor's office or at the hospital, but it's considerably less. It's similar to most PPOs, MOJs, your MOs. You know, you pay a co-pay when you go to the doctor. But there are limitations on that because it's only limited to in-network, whereas if you have a supplement, which is another piece that's been around for a while, 
then you just pay, you, you can go anywhere in the country. Any place that takes Medicare will take the supplement, uh, whether it's, depending on whatever brand it is, whatever insurance company it is. And it depends on which supplement plan you take. As I said, it gets very complicated. <laughs> so it gets very confusing for people. And that's why it's so important that they talk to a professional. It's so important that they talk to somebody that knows how to navigate these things because it is very com confusing. And then the last part is your Part D, your prescription plans. Those, those premiums are gonna de be dependent upon which plan you pick. Whether you want a high deductible, no deductible, you know, whether you take a lot of generics or if you take a lot of brand names, those are usually broken down into four different tiers like most prescription plans are. Uh, so then you need to look at what your needs are. If you're somebody like me, I'll give my, use myself as an example, I take two generic medications a, d a day. I would never go to a plan that I get a cheap deductible or a cheap copay on brand names because I don't take brand names. No, you wouldn't need that. I wouldn't need it. Uh, in fact, most of the plans, if you do a home delivery, mm -hmm. there's no deductible for generics. There's no, there's no copay for generics. But again, that's something you need to sit down and talk to somebody about because it gets very confusing. Uh, you know, I mean, I feel bad. I feel awful when people, when people come to me and they say, hey, how about this plan? Or hey, how about that plan? Again, I will sit down with them and say, okay, let's look at your needs. What are your personal needs currently? Do you take a lot of medications? If they say no, then right now you can sign up for a plan that doesn't require huge deductible, or excuse me, a huge premium every month, because there are some very, very inexpensive plans. They cover primarily generics, but if somebody doesn't take any medication, then it's a good plan for them to sign up for because what happens, now comes another little bit of a complication, if you do not sign up when you qualify, when you do finally sign up, you're gonna pay a, a um, penalty for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And again, that depends on whether it's part B, part A, uh, you know, part C, part D. I, as I said, there's all of these different things. The thing too is if you take a Medicare Advantage plan, it comes with a prescription plan. But if you get a supplement, a, uh, like an F plan, I'll use that as an example. People won't know what I'm talking about, but I do. An F plan, basically that covers 100% of everything outside of what Medicare doesn't cover, or outside of what Medicare covers. So you don't have to worry about pay, uh, deductibles, you don't have to worry about co-pays at all. It's more expensive than a Medicare Advantage plan. And that's why sitting down and talking with somebody is so important because they need to know, I need to know what their financial situation is. Interesting. So I know we've, we've covered a lot in the yeah. first couple minutes here. <laughs> Sorry. So let's, let's take a step back and look at this. Um, so we talked about, so at the age of 65 you have, you said you have the month of your birthday <clears throat> and then three months before and after. Correct. So at your 65th birthday, okay. So how far before that should people really dive into this and try to figure out what they need and go through the process of actually figuring it out? Because it's complicated. It is. It's <laughs> very Realistically, I recommend a minimum of six months before that okay. seven months starts. So we're yeah. talking almost on their 64th birthday. They want to start looking at these options, looking at the things that they're going to need. And that's the key 
is they need to determine what their personal needs are. Now there's also another caveat. If someone is working and they currently have insurance through their employer and their employer isn't saying when you turn 65 you have to get off the insurance, which doesn't happen too much today, uh, then they don't have to worry about any of this stuff. Because what happens is <clears throat> when they do finally get off their employer's insurance, mm -hmm. they have what they call a special enrollment period. Which allows them 63 days from the date that their coverage ends to picking up coverage. Okay, that's a, that's a really good. Exactly, that's thing another to point. Know. That, yes, it is. I'm sure and, people wouldn't know that either. No, exactly, <laughs> and that's why it's so important. I mean, I'll, I'll give you an example. I had a lady that called me. She's 64. Uh, she's going to continue working for as long as she can. She said, and she gets insurance through her employer that doesn't cost her anything. And I said, well, what has your employer said about when you turn 65? What do you have to do? She said, I don't know. I said, well, do me a favor, call your employer, ask them what their rules are for when you turn 65. Next day, she calls me back, she says, I don't have to worry because it's gonna be covered. I said, the only thing you wanna do is you wanna sign up for that part A. Because if you don't sign up for part A, then it screws everything else up. Okay. So. It's important that you sign up for Part A when you turn 65, even if, even if you're not going to take any of the other parts, even if you don't need any of the other, the other parts, because what will happen is then, there, then the ins employer's insurance becomes secondary to okay. the Medicare for hospitalization. But their, her insurance will pick up whatever the difference is that Medicare doesn't cover. Okay. But it still puts you in that period without the penalty? Right. Okay. As long as, <laughs> as, long as you have had what they call creditable coverage for your prescriptions and for your doctor's visits, okay. then you're gonna be okay. No penalty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's definitely a lot. Yes. Um, whole lot to digest in that. So, okay, so let's take a step back and talk misconceptions a little bit. Because we already talked how complicated this is. Right. There's a whole lot to it that really needs a lot of sit down time with either typically someone professional who knows how yeah. to help you with this type of thing. Um, let's talk about things people usually get wrong that cause problems or anything like that. Uh, one of the things that often people get wrong is they think if they don't sign up for Part B when they're 65, it's not going to make any difference. Unless you have creditable coverage, you are going to get penalized, just like Part D. Some people will sign up for Part A and Part B, but won't sign up for Part D because they think, I don't have any prescriptions. But when they go to eventually sign up for their Part D, then they're going to be penalized. And people don't realize that. They think, oh, I can sign up whenever I want. It's not quite right. It's not quite the way it works. Okay. Um, if you don't have creditable coverage, yeah. when you go to sign up for Part B, a uh, Part D, excuse me, and Part B, <laughs> then you are going to be penalized. Okay. Cool. So we've, man, he keep saying there's a lot going on right now. <laughs> so we've got part A, B, you said C, and D. C, C and D. And then you have the, the fabled, supplements, the which are, F. yeah, <laughs> it's, it, the supplements go A through G, but okay. there's no D or C in there. It gets very complicated. That's why I said you really need to talk to somebody. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So we know all the parts. We know all the things. Yeah. Very interesting. So how does someone, we already talked, someone gets started, they talk to you, um, and you said about six months before, and they should be looking for yeah. what they're doing. So 
but what should they be doing either beforehand or afterhand? Because I can guarantee you, once even once they're rolled, it's it becomes it can become even more confusing. So right. after they get into the programs, what should they be doing? That's part of why I'm here. <laughs> I am here to help before, during, and after. Uh, if I have, if you have questions. You shouldn't feel uncomfortable. You know, you should be able to feel comfortable calling your agent, regardless of whether it's me or somebody else. Um, but a lot of agents, unfortunately, they set it and forget it. You know, they literally they'll sign somebody up, and that'll be the last time they see them. It's not the way I work. That's not the way it should work because people have questions. Yeah, they can call one eight hundred Medicare, which sometimes they get it right and. Sometimes they don't. I don't want to cast aspersions upon government employees. But the fact of the matter is, sometimes they don't get it right because they are not a licensed agent. They haven't studied this like I have. I mean, I've been doing this, this will be two years. I'm going on my second year doing Medicare. And it took me six months to get to the point where I felt comfortable and competent enough to talk to people. And that's the key, is you have to have somebody who's competent. If somebody calls me up and says, you know, hey, I need to file a claim, what do I do? I will walk them through that process and sometimes I'll have to take them by the hand and help them process that. Medicare, Medicaid, excuse me, Medicare Part A, Part B, Part C, Part D, supplements, it's not all that complicated to do because most most doctor's offices just process the claims for them. So it's not really an issue. But if they have a question about, okay, why is my claim not being, why has my claim been denied? I will then be able to find out for them with them authorizing me to call up and say, hey, you know, call up their insurance company A and say, why was this denied? Something I do need to tell people though is if Medicare denies it, then your supplement or your Advantage plan is going to deny it. That goes without saying. If one, if if Medicare denies it, then there's no no appeals. Well, there may be an appeals process. It depends, but the they're not allowed. The Medicare supplement and the Medicare Advantage plans are not allowed to pay something that Medicare does not, unless it's additional products that you may be getting through that provider. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. The whole lot of information in a very <laughs> short amount of time, and I'm sure people are going to appreciate that. So. If anyone has questions or just wants to get a hold of you, do you have a website or email? I do indeed. Uh, my website is www.petrainsurance, that's P-E-T-R-A insurance.info, or they can give me a call at 603-851-1154. Okay, well, it's always a pleasure, Chuck. Thank you so much. And thank you all for watching again. If you'd like to see more, go to www.nhbusinessshow.com. We're always happy to have you. And until next week, Goodbye.